everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Impactful Authenticity Podcast. My name is Lucy, and as the end of the year draws closer, I'm excited to share with you today another book club episode. Hopefully this might inspire you to snuggle up on the sofa with a hot drink or a glass of wine and take some time out for yourself at a time of year which can be equally amazing as well as overwhelming. This will also be the final podcast for this year. I'll be taking almost four weeks holiday with my lovely family going to Australia over the new year, but I'll be back on Monday the 6th of February to kick off a new series. So if you have ideas for guests, would like to be a guest yourself, or have suggestions on how to make the show better, just let me know via the impactfulauthenticity.me website. You can also sign up to the newsletter via the website as well if you're interested. So today you'll hear about four different books, three from our last three guests on the podcast, Larry Chavis, Jenny Whittam and Jackie Spencer. And as it's the last show in the series, I've added in a book recommendation from myself as well. If you visit the podcast show notes on the impactfulauthenticity.me website, you can see all the titles and authors if you'd like to just relax and enjoy the show rather than writing things down. So let's start with the recommendation by Jenny. I asked her to name the book that has made impact on her life and a brief synopsis. Here's what she said. The book I've chosen is a book called Private Parts by Eleanor Tom. Um, This book is about Eleanor's experience of living with endometriosis, uh, which is the chronic condition that I also have. Um, Eleanor recalls a tough moment in the book um, about when she was doing stand-up comedy in Edinburgh um, and how she was really poorly. Um, And by chance, I was actually in the audience. Um, I didn't know Eleanor. I'd I'd not met her at all, um, but it's it's in the book. Um, And I just... I remember when I when I read the book, I I thought you'd never known she was poorly. You'd never known she had a chronic illness. You'd never known she was in pain. All the things that she describes in the book, um, mm. her book really speaks to me, um, because she's got a similar way in how she looks at her endometriosis and how she lives with the chronic illness, um, and it's a book I read maybe three years ago or something um but it was the first endometriosis book that I'd read which actually made sense to me I'd read a lot of books I'd read a lot of books written by doctors and things like that but not by an actual human who (laughs) or who was living with it and actually kind of you know I could connect with them on on that Mm. level wow and I'm kind of interested in probably nothing to do with the book but did you say she was a comic Yes, yeah, so Eleanor Tom, um, she was a stand-up, um, right? And I think she still does um, writing and art and things like that. Um, but yeah, the 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 way I knew her was as a stand-up comic, and the way I was introduced yeah. to her, and that was that was years ago at the Edinburgh Fringe. Um, I'd wow. gone to see her show with my friend Jen because she knew she knew about her, and she was like, "Come and come and see this show with me." And she was doing like a character act. Um, she was doing a, a, a comedy character and um yeah she talks about doing the show that year in the book and having a really bad experience of a, um, a chronic pain flare-up with her endometriosis 
um, and really, really struggling with it. But that she, the show had to go on mentality, you know. She <laughs> oh, kind of was actually seeing an Edinburgh Fringe run of a, of a whole month. So, yeah. yeah, there you go. Regardless of whether you have endometriosis or not, this book is a great read, showing the strength and courage of Eleanor but also prompting us to think about how we show up and support those we know with chronic conditions. Thank you, Jenny, for opening my eyes to this book. And as a reminder, the book is called Private Parts by Eleanor Thon. Next, I'm going to share the chat I had with Larry. Enjoy. One book that I've read relatively recently that has really stuck with me is a work of fiction by novelist Tommy Orange is a Native American uh, writer. It's called There, There. Uh, it came out 2018. And what Tommy does really well is weave this kind of tapestry of stories together throughout the book. It's definitely not a linear book, though there is a lot of movement forward, but there's we're going back and there are a lot of characters and i've actually had to at the back of the book there is a list of characters like just to kind of help you keep track because he it doesn't it just doesn't proceed in a very um you know one character at a time and then you know resolving Mm. there are so many things left unresolved throughout the book and many of them wrap up towards the end though not all but it is it is about you know, certain intensity of Native American life, particularly for urban natives. Uh, and this is all set in his uh, hometown of Oakland, California. Um, it, it is just so, it's, it's been a book that many colleges have, have read as like, hey, here's our book. We're going to have all the first year students read and, and discuss. And wow. it's just a, a, a relatively new and, a, and very important work of, of Native American literature and of storytelling, which is a way that many natives have kind of shared who they are. It's just telling the story. And he is an excellent, excellent uh, storyteller and and, and a, a very young uh, guy as well. So I think there will be more to come. Fabulous. And, and is it more of a kind of social commentary piece? It is, uh, certainly. It is about... Um, challenges of identity what it means to be native what it means to struggle through life and trauma um it's not always an easy uh book or a happy book uh, but it kind of represents the the kind of struggles in a very intimate way um you know and even questioning like what does it mean to be the protagonist in this situation you know like there's Mm. it is uh yeah it 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 is not explicitly social commentary, but it, but the native story is inherently social commentary, right? Like it's about like what people hanging on for survival in many ways. And, and so the commentary is just, you're just faced with it. I will definitely get that downloaded this evening. It sounds, it sounds like one that you need some space to kind of sit with, absorb and yeah, and and not in a state maybe where you're feeling quite vulnerable. It, it feels like it could be a hard hitting book, but those are the usually the best ones. So yeah, um, it thank is you a, so much, it's, Larry. It's a compelling read, um, and yeah, I think 
that it it is uh yeah it's it's eye opening and and a very good work of literature and a nice piece of modern Native American literature to show that um we're still here like where our lives are still evolving our stories are still evolving and, and Tommy Orange does a great job of that. Tommy Orange was a finalist for the 2019 Pulitzer Prize with his first novel, There, There. If you're looking for a thought-provoking book that may challenge your perceptions, this would be a great book to get hold of. But if you're looking for something a little less intense, but still thought-provoking, Jackie's recommendation may be the one for you. Let's hear what she said. So the book that I have picked is a book called Love for Imperfect Things. And mm. it's written by a Buddhist monk. And it's written by a monk called Haymin Sunim, S-U-N-I-M. Um, and he's a Buddhist teacher. I'm not Buddhist. And um, I came across him because I was looking for something completely different. And mm. um, he's a Buddhist teacher. And he he's the founder of um, a school, which is called the School of Broken Hearts in Seoul, um, oh. South Korea. But he was actually educated in the US. He went to Berkeley and he went to Harvard and then Princeton. So um, he, but he is a, definitely a, a, a Buddhist monk. But he's 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 written a couple of books. Um, the only the other book that he's written, which is the things you can only see when you slow down, is where I basically picked him up because I was mentoring people and they they were in that corporate life where it was just manic and busy and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. So I found him found his first book, but Love for Perfect Things is it's written in very small paragraphs with beautiful pictures mm -hmm. and it's a very it's all hard, I bought the hardback. It's a small hardback book that I find a joy to hold uh, but you can pick it up and put it down and he writes chapters about things like empathy and all of the all of the really um, lovely topics that I that warm me and that make me feel good but it also is quite a nice gift um, because people are always striving to be better versions of themselves and I'm trying to get them to stop and actually look at the fact that their imperfections probably are okay. Uh, we're coming back to that topic of authenticity mm. again. So um, it basically says um, love for imperfect things is pretty much how to accept yourself in the world striving for perfectionism. Yeah. So if you care for yourself first, and we're going back to the conversation previously, then the world begins to find you worthy of care. Um, and it's um, it's about no one being perfect, but that shouldn't hold hold us back. Yeah. Um, it's beautifully illustrated. It's and he draws as well. So oh, yeah. I know he's very talented, and he induces this. He he basically is about introducing you to self care. Um, and when we think about treating ourselves with compassion and empathy and forgiveness and all of those good things, we learn to treat others the same way. So it's that kind of ilk. Um, uh, I love the colour uh, illustrations. I love the fact it's in short stories and some verse because I kind of like that verse thing. Um, when I look back to my childhood, a lot of it was like po poems that I read and I could re relate to. Um, and it's got the key topics that I think are really important in everything. So that's what I'm recommending. I'm Love for Imperfect Things by Heyman Sunim. 
Wow. And perfect for the Christmas list if you're thinking about what to either put for yourself or to um, buy yeah. for others. Yeah, and if and if if this is about uh, if if you if you worry if you're struggling with confidence, self esteem, those kinds of things, then love for imperfect things is the definite buy. But if you are crazy busy and you can't, I haven't got time for this and everything's a bit manic, then his book, The Things You Can Only See When You Slow Down, may be the, the better version for you. But either one of those books are good. And if, you, and if you can't be bothered to read books, then find him on YouTube and listen to him speak because um, I actually think it, it, it will change a part of you. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's yeah. that powerful. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's pretty cool. I think it's uh, because there's moments of it you go, yeah, that's exactly what how I'm feeling or that's exactly what I think. So, um, And I've given it to people that I've worked with on one-to-one at the end of at the end of our um, sessions. If, if, mm. if people have moved on, then I've, I've given it as a gift because I think it's um, I think it's worth people having to always look back on. It feels also, I'm a, I'm definitely a Kindle lover, but it feels like a book that I definitely need a paper version of. So I've got a couple of books like that that all look a bit of a similar size and shape, actually. I think got- it's just because the illustrations themselves are quite pretty. Mm. I, I believe in, I'm a bit, I'm in a bit of a dilemma with uh, Kindle because um, if I travel, um, I can't take six books with me. So Kindle is very helpful uh, the sun shines it's much easier to hold a book with one hat so it has its yes. massive advantage but there's something I like about holding a book it's maybe it's my age I don't know but I, no. I find I find books quite th- therapeutic reading them I'm not so great at which is why I find him quite good because he he does it in very short chapters and very short um, mm-hmm. paragraphs so I can pick him up and put him down quite easily I've already bought Love for Imperfect Things by Heyman Sunim for someone. And I decided to actually opt for the other book recommendation that Jackie gave by Heyman Sunim, The Things That You Can Only See When You Slow Down, for myself, as this really spoke to me at the time that we chatted and certainly felt like something that I needed um, at the space in my life at that time. The last book that I wanted to share with you is actually a favorite of mine. And that book is Wonder by Peggy Palacio. Now, it has been made into a film like nearly all good books, but I'd still recommend taking the time to read the book itself. I read a huge amount of books. That's why I wanted to do um, a book club as part of the podcast. But I specifically picked this book because not only was it a book that after I read it, I gave to lots and lots of other people to read, but it also inspired Simon and I when we were choosing the name for our son. Um, There's lots and lots of amazing characters in books. So you might be asking, well, why specifically this one? And the main character in the book is called August or Augie for short. Um, And on the front cover are the words, you can't blend in when you were born to stand out. Augie was born with a terrible facial abnormality. He's a 10-year-old kid and he just wants to be like all the other 10-year-old kids that you know. He's been homeschooled by his parents for his entire life. And now as the book 
starts is the first time that he's been able to attend a school with other kids. And while he's the one who is also wanting to start on this new adventure, he's also super, super scared and and really dreading what the response will be from the other children in the class. And all he wants to be is accepted. But can he convince the classmates that, you know, he's just like them and that they need to see beyond his facial abnormality, which for many of them um, feels and looks very scary. Now, the book is written from a lot of different people's perspectives, and it's also written in really simple language, very similar to the vocabulary that someone of those kind of ages may use and understand. And I found that this gave it a really extra special edge when you were you were reading it. You really felt like you were in the different characters, not just Augie's, but his friends, his parents, his sisters, um, and others, his classmates' kind of mind as they were going through and, and experiencing a number of different things. So that part I, I absolutely loved. Obviously, Augie himself, just the strength and the courage that he had, but also just seeing the impact that the experience and 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 having a child with a, a facial abnormality has not only to him himself, but to his parents, to his sister and others around him really does kind of pull at the heartstrings and, and and make you really think about not just how you treat people, but how you think about life and, and the ways you're wanting to bring up your own children to be accepting of, of everyone. I remember making the mistake of reading this book on a plane and being in tears surrounded by strangers. So one recommendation is, is certainly not to do that. But all the characteristics that Augie has in the book are things that I really hope that my own little one will show. And while I'm very conscious that I don't want to pressure him to be something that he's not, I really feel that having a role model like Augie for my little Augie um, feels like a really nice inspiration to have. So if you're looking for something that may make you cry, but will also leave you feeling uplifted, I would really highly recommend PJ Balazio's Wonder. It's a book that can be enjoyed by all ages. So with that, I just want to say a huge big thank you to everyone for joining me for another book club. But for all of you who've stuck with us for the first season, um, thank you so, so much. Really, really appreciate the the time, the feedback and um, the enthusiasm that people have shared with me. It's, it's really meant a huge amount. So have a great week. Have a great break. Thank you for listening. Look forward to speaking with you again on Monday, the 6th of February, when we start season two. Remember, authenticity is a journey and small steps can make a big difference. Take care.